0: Welcome to Pacific. Welcome to Pacific. Welcome to Pacific. Welcome to Pacific. This is Lead Lead the Pack. 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 Lead the Pack Podcast. Welcome back to the Lead the Pack podcast by Pacific University, the first College 101 podcast bringing you exactly what you need directly from the source. I am your host, Xavier Harvey. Thank you guys for coming back and listening to another episode. We have a good one for you today. I was able to sit down with our head football coach, Ian Falconer. Um, He was the offensive line coach when I was a student, but he was also my recruiter, so he's a huge reason of why I'm even here bringing you this podcast today. So with no further ado, here is Coach Falconer. Thank you for getting on the phone with me early, early on a Thursday morning. I really appreciate it. Um, we have Coach Falk, the uh, Coach Falconer, the head coach of the football team here. Um, thank you, Coach, for being here. Yeah,
1: absolutely, man. If ten
0: fifty uh, in the morning is is early, then uh, I guess <laughs> I'm I'm an early riser. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so I had the fortunate pleasure of uh, being um, one of the students who you recruited, one of the students, athletes who then was able to play for you for four years, and now I get to work with you. So I've seen, um, you know, a small part of your journey from just being um, the offensive coordinator when I was a player and now being uh, the head coach. But can you kind of go over your journey? I know football is not just a um, coaching thing for you, but it's a kind of a lifelong thing. So can you kind of go over that for me? Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: well, yeah, I, I appreciate you, you bringing it back to, uh, to me. I guess in the end, kind of what really matters is, uh, you and I have a, a great connection because of, because of football, um, right. you know, and I had a chance to get to know you and, and your family uh, and, and almost instantaneously, we were big fans uh, of you and we knew <laughs> that you were talented in more ways than one. And, and uh, but now we have this chance to kind of mature the relationship and, and, uh, you know, um, going through watching you as a, as a freshman to now what you're doing and uh, always being somebody that, you know, just enjoyed football. Uh, really got to be a really great version of you by the end of your career and then also did so many other things on campus. Like, it's just, it's very gratifying for me to, to kind of watch you continue to grow. And, um, you know, my, my path to Pacific was, you know, I grew up in the area um, just outside of Portland uh, and played my football at a big state school, played at Portland State. And so the small school experience was pretty, was pretty foreign to me. Uh, but my my first uh, coaching experience or or opportunity to coach at the college level uh, came at Lewis and Clark College, and uh, I finished my career as a player, and I took a little bit of a circuitous route to football. Um, Hmm. I I was a a ski bum for a year uh, (laughs) in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and uh, enjoyed that. Um, Traveled, uh, you know, overseas for about three months, backpacked around, so I I wanted to get a lot of stuff kind of out of my system as a, as a young man. Right, um, right. But then the funny thing is, I think I always knew I would come back to football. And so when I got back and involved, I really found a, a really strong fit uh, with the small school model and, and, the small school model is always about the, the true student athlete. And uh, was at some, some great places at o- Oberlin college was my first job um, actually all the way out in Ohio hmm. um, and first full-time job. And then had a chance to coach at Lewis and Clark and, um, but I had met my wife in Ohio, so I was able to successfully navigate her back towards the West Coast, <laughs> right. and uh, and then came on to Pacific when uh, Coach Buckley had taken the job and had decided to, to start the football program. So right. um, the story goes that when I met him, you know, the the offices uh, that he inherited were sort of empty. It was just brand-new office furniture, and it was him and, and uh, one other coach that was a local um, – a local high school, a retired local high school coach that he was working with a guy named Mike McCabe, who who was awesome to work with. Um, and uh, hmm. he and I had a lunch of some some really bad Mexican food. Um, and <laughs> thank, thankfully, the the taqueria now in Forest Grove is really has really righted the ship as yeah. far as good you know access to good Mexican food. Go. Um, <laughs>
0: but really, just kind of bought into to to him. I just really uh, connected with him. He was a uh, uh, had a family kind of a young family and
1: he and his wife had made the move up here for more reasons than just football. They, they love the area, uh, fell in love with Forest Grove and Pacific. And so, yeah. um, that's how it started. And, and it's, it's, you know, there's a lot to
0: tell on the story, but you know, basically it was 10 years of having chance to
1: help him kind of literally give birth to a football program, uh, right. and then raise it up, you know, kind of like a child. Right. Um, and, uh, now to have a chance to be the head coach is, uh, humbling to say the least. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it's, I don't want to overstate it, but it's like sometimes I feel like somebody should pinch me because, (laughs) you know, having a chance to be a head coach is such a, uh, a huge, uh, thing. Uh, I've held head coaches in my life up as just, as, as just real monuments of, of
0: what somebody should aspire to be. So to even think that other people see me in that light,
1: um, is, is, uh, first thought is humbling, but it's also very, um, it's it's exciting because I think uh, Pacific is a place that's always really, really um, cared about its students first and foremost. And I, I know that sounds cheesy, uh, but I think they really, they really care uh, to give the kids on our campus a great experience. Um, but I also think they really care about athletics. You know, they, they right. extend that to the student athlete experience. They want to see their athletes have a first class, you know, experience at the NCAA level. And so being at a place that believes in doing both really well, um, makes me, makes me feel like I'm at the right
0: place. Right, right. So, I mean, like compared compared to, so you did go to a bigger school compared to, um, you know, how your student athlete life was and what you see in your players and what you see in other players, like what, what do you think, what does it mean to be a student athlete here at Pacific?
1: Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm really big in the recruitment process of always telling the kids that. If they choose Pacific, and that's when I say the kids—I mean recruits—and when they pick Pacific, it should check multiple boxes. You know, this should not. Football will not be enough to keep you warm at night. <laughs> that's right, what I right. tell people. <laughs> Meaning, you know, to come here and succeed, uh, you got to want to be challenged academically. You know, you got to want to sit in a smaller class and have the professor call on you multiple times, even in one week. You know, not just a semester. You may you may get called on once, and you know, my experience. I tell this to, to to recruits and even our players at times. Is you know my first class when I went to Portland State, you know, imagine your first day of school. You know, you got your number two pencils all sharpened up, and you got your your first day of, of school uh, outfit on, and you're all excited. My first day of college, and I, and I and I popped the doors open to my first class, and there were 350 people yeah, that's in crazy. my first class. That's crazy. You know? Yeah, and. You know, a little bit, unfortunately, for my maturity level at that point, I thought, holy cow, nobody nobody even knows if I'm here. Right. Um, and uh, so, you know, I think um, the the engagement level with our students and our student-athletes here is just, it's just very, very different than what you experience, you know, on a campus that's, you know, somewhere between fifteen and 25,000. Right. I'm a big believer that I think some of the best learning that occurs for young people in life um, is sort of driven by uh, relationships that, that are, are, are hopefully built on trust and, and, and trust is not something um, that just appears out of thin air. It's, it's repeated experiences. You know, it's, it's having a chance to get to know a professor over time and them getting to know you. Uh, and mm-hmm. in the same way a player works with a, a good coach, you know, it just takes time before you guys uh, can really get to know each other before some of that really deep learning that, that stuff that really changes people's lives and allows uh, young people to really charge some pretty amazing courses that right. it's just, it's more likely to happen in a smaller environment. So I, I exactly. believe in that wholeheartedly. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to be honest, that was one of the things that really drew me in. Um, you know, I had met you down in Sacramento. You came over my house one time. I met you at the school, I think another time. And I think, knowing that i was like okay i trust this guy enough to go up here but you know (laughs) when you go up to some of these other schools you trusted that first person and you don't really always see it on the back end when you actually get to the school and when i was at pacific every single person i ended up running into i had that exact same feeling of like man this this these people are actually looking out for me can you kind of speak to that just in terms of the people at pacific we get into that all the time yeah 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 i mean i I,
1: I, look, you know, and I, I always try to tell people like I've, I've been at other schools, I've been at other small schools that that would market themselves uh, in a very similar way to Pacific, you know, smaller class sizes, you know, a private education, you know, great academic ranking, all those things. But there's just something about <laughs> our spot, you yeah. know, and I I like to think that a lot of it is driven by um, the legitimate diversity that we have on our campus. Right. Um, you know, I think a uh, joke with folks that you know, a small private school in Oregon is not necessarily going to jump off the page as, wow, that's going to be a really diverse, you know, student body. Um, right. but for whatever reason, the college has built a really strong tradition of, uh, of, of just recruiting students from all, uh, all different, you know, um, walks of walks of life and, and different, uh, socioeconomic backgrounds, different, right. um, exactly. different, you know, places. And the fact that a quarter of our students come from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. you know, about a quarter of our students grow up on a, they grew up on a rock in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, you know what I mean? And they, they come to the mainland. And, and so I think, <clears throat> um, you know, somewhere between that uh, and I think a little bit of that, you know, some of the Polynesian culture and some of that Hawaiian culture mm-hmm. um, creates something that feels a lot like a family. You know, right. people identify um, as being boxers. They identify uh, as being a part of the campus. And I think, you know, Especially as you get older, and this is more for the, the gray hairs, um, <laughs> is that, you know, genuine community is not always easy to find. Right. And when I say <clears throat> genuine community, that means that a large proportion of the people in that place, and whether that's a school or a, or a, a community built around a school or a, a company or an organization, whatever it is, is that, you know, the, the greater share of those people want to. S- want that place to be better and they're willing to pay into that. They're willing to um, to make sacrifices to make mm-hmm. that community as good as it should be and I think that there are a lot of people at Pacific that think that way and sometimes on certain campuses and certain places there's people that believe even though they're part of the same community that they are competing with other right. entities inside of that community and I think yeah. that you know, that's pretty natural to the human experience but I think Pacific suffers... A, a real small amount of that i right. think that we are very collaborative and um, that's not just saying that and that's that's me as a football coach walking up on campus and you know seeing seeing multiple professors that i feel like i can click right into a great conversation with either regarding one of our student athletes or just about mm-hmm. current events or right. being able to roll into the admissions you know <laughs> right, yeah. um building and night hall and you know, chop it up and realize, oh my gosh, it's 45 minutes later. I got to, <laughs> I got to get to a meeting cause I've just been hanging out, right? you know, talking to Xavier and uncle Jeff and exactly, you know, so it's just, it, it, the older you get, which I'm no longer young. I <laughs> think it's fair to say that, um, you start realizing that that is not necessarily common. And right. so
0: yeah,
1: it has, it has led me to want to continue to be at Pacific, uh, for my, for, for a really good chunk of my career.
0: Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. Um, let's get into football a little bit. Um, sure. You know, so, Buck, like you said, you've been here from the beginning, so you were here for the entire uh, Coach Buckley era, and now we're stepping into a new era. Um, this is the Ian Falconer era, and I know you're not trying to, like, you know, steal the show in terms of this all about me, but it is a big thing when a, when you have a new coach coming in. So what are you most excited for? Like, what types of things are you um, – like, What what's just really getting you excited for this upcoming season? <laughs>
1: Well, I think uh, you know this upcoming season. I think I think we got a chance to be a, a good football team. I think uh, you know there's there's there are uh, a lot of football players that we return that we are we are confident in who they are, uh, not only as players but as as, as people. Um, and I think that you know my initiatives that I've wanted to kind of push forward, and and we have the great we have the great fortune of having continuity in in, in the leadership in the sense that. You know, Coach Buckley over time is, is not just proven to be kind of my my mentor in coaching, but, but he's, he's also a good friend. And so I, I've learned a ton from him. Um, and we line up um, obviously really well on, on the reasons that you coach, sort of those foundational philosophical reasons that you go about doing the job. Okay. Um, so there's not a whole lot of change regarding that. But the things that I've really been focused on with our roster which now is, is pretty interesting with, with uh, the, the current times and, mm. and uh, the shutdown. Um, but is, is basically formalizing a leadership training program um, mm. and working, working with the, our, our student athletes on really clarifying uh, the beliefs and the behaviors that we want to use as sort of the foundational things that, that create the expectations inside of our culture. And, and so, you know, my last, I'd say, four years you know sort of all of my independent learning all the time that you know maybe years ago as a coach you were looking at you know film or how to run a certain play or how to teach a certain pass protection i started dumping a lot of that time into uh leadership development culture development and and so if that was if i had a passion project that was mine so um yeah and the more i learned about it the more i just it was like i just was chugging it i just couldn't get enough yeah um and it's really helped me, I think, kind of diagnose um, potential issues and then create some some solutions on how to um, not only improve the student-athlete experience for our kids, but, but also just improve performance. Um, yeah. You know, that our kids come to us because they love football, uh, and, and it's never all about winning, but I think at some level the kids want to go out there and they want to – give their absolute 100% very best. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's what they want out of their experience. And I think Pacific is a place that if we create that as the expectation, and that is the clear line that is held, I keep telling the kids that I'm a believer that the scoreboard will take care of itself. Right. Um, and so I think, you know, the kids are sort of adjusting to me a little bit. I'm probably at times a little bit more direct than coach Buckley at times. (laughs) Um, but to me, it's really important that the kids understand that myself and my staff, uh, first and foremost, we care about them as people. And, you know, you're going to have on any football team, you know, in America, you know, whether that's Florida State or Pacific University, there's, you're going to have some really good football players and there's going to be some other guys on the other end that, you know, that it might be a little while before they're going to get in the game, you know, even if you're mm-hmm. up by multiple touchdowns, right. but it was always the foundational belief between myself and coach Buckley. And I think all the guys that have coached with us, and we've had some some very good coaches um, right. was, that was the first thing is that guy has to know that you're going to work really hard for him to give him an experience that will change him for the rest of his life. And whether or not, you know, he's, Jack Perez, who's one of the best players we've ever had, or, you know, it was another young man that was going to do a tremendous job in practice and he just wanted to be part of something bigger than himself and he was going to give great effort, like that guy and, you know, and and some of our best players, somebody like you. It's like, you know, everybody needs to know that's where it starts because if you do that, if you can create that belief, well, then you can push your kids really, really hard. Um, And that, I think, that's what it gets to as a coach is, is you can't, you can't push them any further than they believe you actually really trust, that you, you care about them
0: and you really love them. Right. So, yeah. You know, as I, uh, I'm going to throw you a bit of a curveball. I, I gave you the questions beforehand, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw you one <laughs> curveball in there. Um, you know, as I'm getting older and realizing, you know, what type of lessons, um, I've, uh, learned in my life and just like how I'm applying different things, I'm realizing so many of them came from football. So many of them came from me playing the sport. I've started playing when I was six and I stopped playing when I was uh, 22. So like that's a huge chunk of my life and realizing how many small things that I do in my daily life or that I um, philosophies that I now live by have come from football. And when people ask me about them, I don't think they always expect me to say, oh, I learned that from my high school football team. I learned that from my college football coach. I think it surprises right. some people. So for you, like what, you you know, this is a, once again, a lifelong journey for you too. What does football mean to you? Like what types of things do you, th- like, what have you derived from your whole experiences of football? Huge question. <laughs> well, yeah, huge question. Well, Xavier, you, you are, you're good at this. Um,
1: <laughs> what, what I would say is, because uh, when, when it first came about that I was going to get this job, I, I called you know, and texted with a lot of the guys that I really respected that I knew had been head coaches. And I, my thing with them, with every guy was like, all right, one sentence, tell me what I need to know, but you got to fit it into one sentence. Mm. Um, And I I had kind of a, you know, I had a run up of time knowing that I did you know, I was going to take it over at the end of the season. So, and this all kind of came out in the middle of the season that this, this was going to happen. So I had a little bit of time and they all basically said, it's like one way or the other, uh, who you are and what you really believe will end up it will be apparent, like it will show up, like you can't kind of hide, you know, your core beliefs. So, so it's kind of like figure out what those are and, and, and be comfortable with them. Um, and so I I think for me, you know, I, I, probably the the biggest coach that had a huge impact on me, um, was my college uh, position coach, a guy named Jeff Hoover that, you know, I'll I'll shout out to that, that Hoove um, really helped me completely and totally head over heels, fall in love with the game of football. Hmm. Um, and I always say that who, and this is something I, t- I get a chance to, to see guys that I played with fairly often and that were coached by him. And we always, we always kind of talk about him and, and what we learned. And, and for hmm. me, the way I, I interpret what it is that he taught me is that Jeff Hoover taught me the right way to love something. Hmm. Um,
0: and, you know, there are only so many things in your life. I think that you get to
1: feel a really deep level of connection and commitment to, um, and, and in our program, we call it uncommon commitment, um, (laughs) of where, you know, you love something to the point where you'll, you'll sacrifice oftentimes your own, um, you know, potentially, um, you know, pleasure or your own, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll give a lot, um, towards that, um, because you love it in a way that is completely and totally different than right. you know the way you might love you know the Star Wars movies, which I love Star Wars movies. Um, <laughs> but I always tell people, you know, people say, "Well, I love, you know, I love this cheeseburger," or um, you know, "I, I love, uh, I love that movie." But the word "love" for us, we in our program, we we go and we try to really unpack that word. And, and it came up recently in a Super Bowl ad where they talked about agape love, and hmm. agape is this this deep level of connected love that basically it's love as an action, not just love as a feeling. And so many people Mm -hmm. think about love and and love is this, this it's, it's feeling driven. You wait for the feeling to come and then you act. And then the love that we talk about is something that you, you just act because of that deep level of commitment. And so for most people, when you bring that up and you explain that, they say, well, that's, that's how they feel about their family. You know, that's how Mm -hmm. they feel about, um, you know, people, uh, that are, that are blood related. Exactly. And so when I think about who, and I think about what football taught me is that he taught me that, that for me to do this the right way, for me to give my best self enough of the time to really be able to look myself in the mirror and know that I did it the right way was to, was to love it in that way. And once you get to that point, then there is only one effort that you're willing to give. And that's your absolute 100% best. Yeah. And so, you know, I, that's kind of my hashtag thing. That's my, that's my thing. It's like, look, you get to that point. There's one way to do it, man. There's one way. And that's, that's everything you got. And tomorrow we're going to, we're going to, we're going to redefine that because if we're doing it the right way, your best should change every day. Exactly. And so, you know, like I said, if I'm taking that all American candidate or that young man, that just, like I said, he he walks on the football team and he just wants to be a part of something like The requirement for both guys is the same you know it's it's as a coach it's helping them create an experience where they learn to love this football team they learn to love the game of football in the way the proper way that it should be cared for and once they do that i think it creates a template for them for the rest of their lives that as they go and they negotiate those new things those those new roles for you know for you xavier at some point you're you're, you're probably going to meet somebody that you really love that you hmm. hopefully are going to be a great partner to, you know, right. you may decide to be a, a dad at some point. And I tell you what, like those are jobs that you want to be, <laughs> you want to be an elite level dad, right. You know, yeah. you want to be the best gosh darn husband that you can be. Um, neither of those jobs is even close to easy. Right. <laughs> They're yeah. actually quite difficult at times. Hmm. Um, but if you if you learn to love something the right way, to give it that proper effort, to give it its, its proper due, then I think you're so much more prone to not walk away from things when they get hard. Um, so it's kind of like you're building a template for just, like I said, like how to how to do something the right way. So when I think about Jeff Hoover, when I think about football, that's really the foundational thing for me and in, in teaching our players like. Look, like I said, there's one way to do this, right. and uh, it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ask this of you because once it clicks for you, um, you you won't be the same person afterwards.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome, yeah. man. You make me want to run through a wall sometimes. Like I get <laughs> I get hyped listening to your stuff. Um, yeah. Hey, coach, thank you so much for being on this with me. Um, and um, yeah, it's I think it's gonna be a good message for. Um, students out there who are listening parents out there who are listening who want to um who want to continue that career and want to do four more years um, pacific i think is a great place to do it you have a great source of coaches and we just talked to a really good one today thanks coach yeah yeah absolutely Thank you guys for checking out another episode of the Lead the Pack podcast by Pacific University, the first College 101 podcast bringing you exactly what you need directly from the source. If you guys have any questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out to myself or other admissions counselors. Our whole job is just to make sure that we can make this ride and this process as smooth as we possibly can for you. So until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will talk to you soon. podcast.